Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hey, chickens. Oh, it's getting very exciting. There was a, a micro promo for Doctor Who on in the UK uh, yesterday. Um, well, I guess the day before. I think it was technically Saturday, but it's Sunday. Anyway, it's Daylight Saving uh, in Sydney um, and I think also Victoria. Uh, different places. It's not in Queensland. It's confusing here in Australia who has Daylight Saving and who doesn't. My friend Sally works at the... At a Gold Coast radio station, and they broadcast over the border into Tweetheads and the like. Um, so they've got two time zones just for their radio station. Uh, <laughs> anyway, why do you need to know this? Uh, there was in between. Um, I think it was before Strictly Come Dancing uh, in the UK uh, on the BBC. There was in between two other TV show promos. Uh, there was just this brief moment of the Doctor saying, "Can you hear me?" You know, the colour bars you get on the telly that kind of test the signal. She was inter- interrupting one of those. But like two seconds, barely. I love that kind of stuff. I love that kind of crazy, um, you know, promotion instead of going, here's now a 90-second commercial for a television show. It's just like, here's two seconds before the biggest show on TV. I love it. It's great. Um so there'll probably be more of that stuff, you know, over the next couple of weeks. I'm presuming we're going to get an air date very soon, possibly end of October, beginning of November. Um, and uh, then I'll have to do these things every day. Uh, I've been doing them once a week. <laughs> And pre-recording them. Um, I'm a little bit far in advance, so that's going to cause some problems with uh, my schedule. But we'll survive. It'll all be fine. 
Um, I should let you know, coming up in the next couple of weeks uh, on this podcast, we have uh, the possibly, well, almost definitely spoiler-filled recap of the Time Fracture event. Matt in London uh, has, well, he doesn't live in London, but he went to London. Um, He's in the UK. Uh, He went to see Time Fracture. Well, do you see it? I think you experience it because it's a... It's an interactive event. Um, so he has had, and because depending which part of the event you end up in, you get a very different experience to everyone else. So uh, his experience will be relayed to you very, very soon in the next couple of weeks coming up on the podcast. Um, but, and also James uh, wanted to know whether I wanted your thoughts and theories on the RTD2 uh, announcement from last week. I am more than happy for all of those things to please come my way. Just throw them at me. Uh, what do you think of Russell T Davis returning to the showrunner role on Doctor Who? Uh, how do you feel about it? Are you excited? Are you are you wary? Are you scared? Um, so you know, I have many thoughts and feelings about it. Uh, one of the things that's going on online at the moment with people talking about this is everyone saying, oh my God, he's going to do this and he's going to do that and he's going to bring this back and he's going to bring that back. And I'm like, have you ever watched anything that Russell T. Davis has done in his life? Like, did you even watch the first season of Doctor Who that he did? Russell T. Davis is not going to reset the clock like Moffat and Shibnall never happened. Like, if he wanted to do that, he would have just started pinging off scripts for Big Finish to do for David Tennant and Billy Piper and just, you know, reclaim the excitement of all the, all the episodes he left unwritten, essentially, for the for that season. That is not what he is going to do. Like, he's not going to come all guns blazing and go, right, I've got David Tennant back, I've got Billy Piper back. Like, he may get those people back for um, the 60th anniversary special. Like, that will... You know, if, I guess if they're available and, and willing to do it, he will almost definitely have a big nostalgia kick for that. But as for the ongoing series, I don't think he's going to reset anything back to the way it was. And apparently he does really love the whole Timeless Child thing. He loves the return of the mystery of the Doctor, like bringing that kind of like, who is this character? Like... We thought we knew someone. We, we've had 60 years of continuity of this character and now it's all been upended and we don't know what's going on. And I, I for one, am excited by that. So that is, I, whether he plays with that or not, you know, I mean, my, like, my dream scenario would be, and I, I can't remember I've said, whether I've said this in this podcast, but my dream scenario would be that, that Jodie Whittaker's Doctor is the last Doctor, that she dies and that is the end of the Doctor and that the new series starts with Joe Martin and we are in the past and Doctor Who now is about this character that doesn't know anything and, you know, has, like, is yet to become William Hartnell. Like, that is maybe a thousand years in the future. Who knows? But, you know, we're back with the that crazy, weird Celestial Intervention Agency weirdness that was going on in Gallifrey uh, and the Doctor's on the run, the Doctor's a fugitive. Like, you know, I that's if I was the showrunner, that is what I would do. I would be like, let's kill the Doctor. Like, not just fake-out kill, like that 
that Matt Smith one where he was killed and then it wasn't him. Like, let's actually end this era of the show and start a new one with the with the fugitive doctor because it's like it's all the same elements of the show it's the same character it's just you know they don't know that they're that person yet anyway that's what i would do um i've probably told you this already (laughs) anyway uh but yeah i don't think like having seen a lot of russell t davis's work in the past like him coming back to the show means he has some idea of what he wants to do that is so wildly different than anything he has already done um yeah i don't i really don't envision him bringing you know he might bring back you know the daleks for instance or a cyberman or you know that kind of thing little nods to the past of the series but i don't think he's going to go in for the wholesale let's Let's rebuild everything that, you know, let's pretend that the show didn't continue after I finished because that is, uh, you know, that's just not the way he works. Um, so, yeah, I'm really interested to see what he does uh, with the show. But I, I I wouldn't be surprised if he does something really kind of out there. Um there's been talk about who's going to play the Doctor and I'm, you know, I never really get into that speculation because it always goes across that. Like, they, I was kind of made to talk about it a bit on Whovians just because they were excited about it and I was like, oh, this is the last thing I want to talk about. Because, <laughs> like, for me, it's, you know, I love the show. Uh, I love the character. I love the things that happen in it. And, you know, the the casting is like that's always a surprise. Like that's always an exciting, fun thing. And I don't really want to, you know, speculate about it because it's like, well, where, where does that get you? Other than, you know, if you get your heart set on a particular performer and then someone else is announced, then you're disappointed. Um, that is the only thing that can happen. Like all these people who are just convinced that, Russell T Davis is going to bring back David Tennant. I'm like, why wouldn't he bring back Christopher Eccleston? Um, you know, why wouldn't why wouldn't he bring back Paul McGann? I mean, he didn't bring Paul McGann back for when he rebooted the series. So he's I doubt very much whether he's going to bring anyone back to be the doctor for when this starts. Um and you know, he knows the big finish output. He works really closely with them on the Torchwood line. He but yeah, I I honestly think this all this kind of, you know, oh, he's going to bring Murray Gold back, he's going to bring so-and-so back. I'm like, I think he's going to make a whole new Doctor Who, like something we are not expecting, um, something that is surprising and probably to a lot of people will hate it because I think that's one of the things that people are hating at the moment is because the show keeps going through changes and it's like, please make it the way it used to be when I liked it. But that's that is that is just the, the Doctor Who fans mantra. <laughs> Please make it the way it was when I watched it when I was seven with Tom Baker. Um, yes, let's get a man who is in well into his eighties to come back as the Doctor, uh, <laughs> who can barely walk. The poor thing. Um, but yeah, you know we have Tom Baker. He still does big finish and it's fun. Uh, so yeah, please, your thoughts, your theories, what you are hoping for, what you're expecting, 
you know, if you want to go into casting speculation, you can do that too. But, you know, me personally, I don't care. Like, whoever it is, I'll be excited by it. I'll be sad to see Jodie go, but I'll be excited for whoever it is. Tag your theories with hashtag theory podcast, hashtag RTD2. <laughs> and uh, I will happily read them out in another one of these bonus, bonus episodes. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.